You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Rajasthan have had a messy May in this T20 league, but they needed a win to stay alive in the tournament, and they managed that, beating Punjab by four wickets on Friday night in Dharamsala. Both teams' last league stage match, which means Punjab are now out of the tournament, and Rajasthan are now fifth and at the mercy of other results from other games. With me, of course, is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, they got past the finish line somehow, but again, not nearly as clinical as Rajasthan. And we, you know, as Rajasthan, we've seen earlier in the season. Oh, absolutely, Mandra. It's not just about being clinical. It's, it's, it's look at the fall that they've had. You know, in the first three or four weeks, we discussed this, and we thought, or at least I thought, they were amongst the two top teams in the in the tournament. You know, maybe the joint favorites at that point in time, because Gujarat were going through their own little bit of problem, and then suddenly, so everything seems to have gone kind of uh, you know haywire for for Rajasthan. Yes, they did win today. But it wasn't an easy win, and look at what's happened earlier. You know, I mean, they've they've lost matches which they should have won in a canter. They just seem to have completely come unstuck, and I can't put my finger on what exactly has gone wrong, except that some of their key players have just not been able to contribute at all in the last few weeks. Josh Butler, for instance, another duck today. Before that, he's had some. He's had a really poor run. Poor run of scores. Then Sanju Samson not getting runs, and so on. It just seems to be kind of a you know complete collapse of the team, which frankly is 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 as sad as it is surprising. It is too. It is uh, sad and surprising. I will talk to you more about all of that. But let me just get you all the scores. This one's going to take a bit since it's their last league match. Rajasthan put uh, Punjab into bat first, and their bowlers did well to reduce the home team in Dharamsala to 50 for four after 6.3 overs with Prabhsimran Singh, Athar Pthaide, Shikhar Dhawan, and last match's big star Liam Livingston back in the dressing room. Sam Karan donned his batter's glove today and did played well in the game, stitching together. A 64 run stand first with Jitesh Sharma for the fifth wicket, and then another 74 added another 74 runs with Shahrukh Khan. He remained unbeaten on 49 with Jitesh and Shahrukh also scoring in the 40s as Punjab posted 187 for five. Navdeep Saini was the pick of Rajasthan's bowlers, picking three wickets. Rajasthan made a confident start. Uh, Jess was smashing Sam Karan for three back-to-back boundaries in the first over, but then Butler faced the ball in the second over. Against Rabada, he played just three balls before getting out on the fourth on a duck, his third straight duck, in fact, in the last few matches. Devdutt Padikal and Jaiswal then stitched together a neat 73-run stand of 49 deliveries, with Padikal hitting a, a, a majority of the big shots, in fact, before he got out to Ashdeep Singh in the tenth over. And Rajasthan were 86 for two. Sanju Samson didn't contribute much, adding just two of the three runs he uh, three balls he faced. And then Yashasvi Jaiswal though completed his. Half century and then got out on 51. But Shimran Hetmyer played a dream innings, 46 of 28. Uh, by the time he got out, nine were needed of six, and Dhruv Jurel hit the winning runs to make sure Rajasthan, you know, stay alive at least till the weekend. Uh, Ayaz is always the start with you telling us your player of the match. Yeah, again a very tough call because you had some decent contributions from a fair number of players. But I think in this match I would go with Devdutt uh, Patel. You know, he got a half century. He's been completely out of form. He was one of those guys who questions were being asked: Should he even be playing for Rajasthan? He's come back. It's not 
I don't know if it's good enough to take his team into the playoffs. Maybe not, uh, or most likely not. But for himself personally, he's done reasonably well. Of course, of course, the other rival for him uh, was, uh, you know, Yashasvi Jaiswal, who's done so well through the season. But I thought David Patikal today played some really big shots, kept the run rate or the strike rate going, and put his team in, in, in strong contention for winning this match. That's true. Um, you know, usually we do the points table a little later, but since now we are in the last of the league stage matches, let's talk about what this result does to uh, the team's qualification chances. Like I said earlier, Punjab are now out of the playoffs race. Uh, Rajasthan are now at 14 points, uh, you know, having played their full quota of league stage matches. Uh, along with them at 14 are Bangalore and Mumbai. Bangalore are currently fourth, Rajasthan is fifth, and are fifth, and Mumbai are sixth. Uh, Bangalore, though, have one game. Mumbai also have one game in hand. Do you really see this working out for Rajasthan Ayas? I mean, it really needs a lot for, uh, to happen for them to uh, make it to next week. Well, first things first, both Mumbai and uh, Bangalore have to lose their matches. That's the only way uh, Rajasthan have any hope of getting in. Uh, even if one of those two teams gets a win, uh, then, you know, it's, it's goodbye, Rajasthan. So, I think, look, when looking back, Rajasthan might regret a lot of the, you know, regret... In it, deeply, the way they played, having got off to a flying start, a series of wins, and then suddenly everything comes, you know, it, it just collapses. It, it's, to me, it seems inexplicable because given the depth of talent that they had in the batting and the bowling and the manner in which, and the form that they had shown, even somebody like Josh Butler was in such fantastic form. Sanju Samson, Jaiswal, Padikal, Shimran Hetmeyer, R. Ashwin, Trent Bolt. I mean, it's a who's, a, who's who. If you if you ask me, and then you know, how do you explain it? Uh, yeah, actually, how do you explain it? Um, uh, just talking about Punjab now that they are out of the tournament. Um, what do you see? I mean, we did see a few drop catches also today. They were at the receiving end of some uh, you know drop catches against in, in the Delhi game, but today may, they made a few errors in the field. But uh, you know, going into next season, what do you think the uh, you know the kind of thing the, the errors that they will want to address? I mean, I think there are several areas. They, they, they just didn't seem to be able to put together a strong unit onto the onto the park. You know, I mean, there were matches in which Rabada played. Today he played three days, three matches before this. He didn't play. Uh, one didn't know whether he was playing or not. And he's a key bowler. Liam Livingston is another guy who's absolute. He's a, he's a fantastic match winner, but he's not been consistent enough. So I mean, the the overseas coach Sam Curran, the most expensive player in the tournament. And he had a decent match today. Remember, he made runs, he took wickets. But when you look at it, the overall, the sweep of the tournament, has he done enough to justify his, you know, rating and the rate and the, and the money he was paid? Obviously not. So, I mean, there are many things for them to consider. And Shikhar Dhawan himself is now towards the fag end of his career. Uh, he started the season extremely well, hasn't finished it well at all. And... Therefore, Punjab may be even looking for a new captain next season. So, all in all, there are many, many questions that have arisen for Punjab in this tournament. You said Punjab might be looking for a new ca captain at the end of the season. Won't be the first time they actually do that. But let's talk about um, uh, Rajasthan. The two openers, it's a, you know, a tale of very different uh, sort of seasons. Yashaspi started a little slow, picked up a lot of confidence and we've seen him completely in form, um, you know, by, by the time the season's 
I'm guessing the season's ended for them. And then there's Joss Butler, 350s in the first four matches this season and then 95 against Hyderabad on the 7th of May. But then there's five ducks this season in just 14 matches, including three in the last, I mean, including today in the last three outings. Feels almost disrespectful to talk about Joss Butler in form. But after you have a season like this, I mean, it's something that needs to be discussed, right? Of course, it needs to be discussed. And, you know, I mean, five ducks for Josh Butler is, is, is an unusual occurrence. It's, it's not that, you know, the best batsman goes through these patches. But such a prolonged patch, and then especially when his team is not doing well, questions will be asked and must be asked. So, Josh Butler, you know, when he started this season, he was touted as the best T20 player of the world. And he probably is, or he was. But after this horrendous season... I think there'll be a lot of question marks or asterisks against his name. That is true. I just want to also talk about one more Rajasthan player, Riyan Parag. We've spoken so much about him this season, last season, many last many seasons. Everybody talks about Riyan Parag and you know his time at Rajasthan. Many question have questioned why Rajasthan keeps showing the confidence in him today. In commentary, uh, 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 <laughs> Graham Swan said this. He said, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think he'll be a match winner for you consistently, but I can trust this guy to come out and win one match for you. He looked like he might end up help, helping to do that today when he hit the two sixes but then you know fizzled out and then got out and you know I mean do you do after all these seasons and all this confidence that Rajasthan I mean even national teams don't give so much time to a player right so like um, do you see Rajasthan finally going into this winter's auction looking to fill that one Indian middle order batter spot I would be very surprised if they don't I mean Vian Parag he's, he's, he looked a very exciting player when he was you know a couple of seasons back a brilliant fielder, he's got the big shots, he's got aggressive running between the wickets, all the virtues of being a T20 batsman. But at the end of the day, it's what you do and how often do you win matches. And it seems that in, in the number of occasions and the number of opportunities he's got to showcase his talents to win matches, he's not been able to do it. So, yeah, he had a decent outing today, but didn't win the match. And that's been the story of Riyan Parag. And I'm afraid that in this format, in this league, or in, in international cricket, that's not good enough to be to, to say that, you know, I'm I'm always there, but I may not be able to win a match. That is true. Now, just the one last question before I let you go. Uh, Saturday's afternoon game is Delhi versus Chennai. Delhi, of course, are out of the running already. Chennai are in the second position in the standing, sort of in danger if Mumbai and Bangalore do end up winning both their matches because then they'll go up to 16 and if Lucknow also win there. So then they need to pick up this victory just to close it out, end up at 17 points and make sure they at least qualify, you know, in the top two spots that gives them two chances of qualifying. Uh, you know, of playing the final. So, um, how do you see this one going? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, it must. I must say that it, it favours Chennai because they've been so consistent compared to Delhi. Delhi have been up and down, but Delhi have won the last match, and uh, and they 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 did it. You know, with with a lot of grit. So I think that uh, Chennai need to be careful. If they win, obviously they finish in the top two. I would imagine. So that that would be great for them because then they have uh, you know a buffer. But if they don't, then it leaves them very vulnerable. I, you know, I personally think that it's going to be very, very tough for Delhi to beat to beat Chennai because Chennai seem to have, you know, the the, the bowlers, the spin bowlers, the batsmen to to uh, to win the matches for them. But in this format, even a, a little amount of laxity, a little casualness, I might say, or carelessness, can cost you dear. So, yeah, I mean. 
they are almost there but they need to be careful yep let's see what happens in that game thank you so much ayas for taking time out thanks mandra we we'll catch up tomorrow bye bye that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayas memon in association with lloyd khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast.